0: It's time to welcome the newest addition to the British Royal Family with Footnoting History. Hey, everybody, this is Liz. And Christine. And we are here with a special edition podcast in celebration of the birth of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge's first child. It isn't every day we get to witness the lengthening of history with a birth that ensures yet another generation of monarchs for Great Britain. In fact, with this birth today, we can say that three future monarchs are in line to eventually succeed Queen Elizabeth II. I am so happy that this baby is finally here. I know. It feels like it's been forever. I mean, not as long as Jessica Simpson, but quite a while. Exactly so mm-hmm. if there's one thing that christine and i love it's a royal
1: birth that's right and to be fair we also love any excuse to discuss the british royals true that in fact let's just disclose up front that both of us have followed the royals for the majority of our lives and have a deep affection for william and kate and basically the entire family so we're okay. thrilled for them and we wish them all the best
0: i mean as americans we're probably not supposed to say we're monarchists but uh yeah no, we kind of like are. them we kind of like we are
1: them. we are monarchists it's true anglophiles to the core of our beings
0: so what better way to celebrate this birth and by the way hope kate and the baby are doing well but what better way to celebrate this birth than with a bit of discussion about the history of royal baby names and more specifically the naming of children who will one day rule the country especially
1: great britain right i mean that's who Mm -hmm. we're going to focus on here because they're the ones welcoming the baby Mm -hmm. and it's only fair that we give them their shining moment
0: Also, Christine and I mainly study Britain. Yes. (laughs) So that's a big part of why we love them so much.
1: But you know what I do know? Mm. I do know that Queen Victoria was very vocal about her female descendants. Yes. She really thought that her name should be in every female descendant. So that would mean that any person born after the quote-unquote Victorian era of the royal line should have Victoria somewhere in their name. Now, some of them definitely don't. hmm mm-hmm. um, One that we do know is that Princess Eugenie, the daughter of Andrew and Andrew Fergie. and yes. Sarah Ferguson, her, mm-hmm. her name is actually Eugenie Victoria. But so they tried. Yes, the, there are other ones who don't have that. So I guess you could say that even royals rebel. hmm Because Victoria tried, and well, let's face it, no one listened.
0: And you would think after ruling a nation for like over half a century that they might have stuck with it, but no, they abandoned that. Yeah. So I actually sorry, I really like the
1: name Victoria, so I would have been okay with there being another yeah, Victoria not, or two. It's not popping a bad out. one,
0: and if, if you keep it as one of the many middle names, because it's not like I people know. just have one middle name, so they, it could, it could yeah. have worked. I
1: know, I
0: know. Um, So as long as we're talking about Victoria and ruling yes. in their own right, let's just throw out some of our popular names of Queens of England who have ruled. Um, Elizabeth, of course, personal fave. I mean, let's not be shocked right there. Uh Uh-huh. We have two of those. Yes. We have Mary also, another two. We've got Anne, which that's my first name is actually Elizabeth Anne. So again, not going to argue on Anne. And personal fave, Matilda, because come on, Tildy.
1: I love Matilda too. You know, Matilda gets the short end of the stick because Mm -hmm. she was in the 12th century.
0: Yes. And... She was considered
1: an empress because she had been an empress on the continent before she tried to come and claim the crown that her... Well, let's call him her... Yeah, how are we going to describe that one? Her cousin, Stephen. We're not going to judge him. We're just going to say that she was... I mean, we could the,
0: judge him, but not could, here, not now. Not. Actually, in a couple of seconds, we probably will, when we get to names you probably wouldn't choose. Right. But Basically, right what, now.
1: Happened, what happened was Matilda's father died, and he had... No legitimate male heirs. So he said, I'm leaving the crown to Matilda. And Matilda was not present at the time. And her cousin Stephen said, I'm a boy. I think you should give it to me. So a lot of times when you look at list of the kings and queens of England, Matilda either does not make the list Mm -hmm. or it's viewed as a time period of Stephen slash Matilda. Matilda, yes. Right, right. So even though we're including her, She might not necessarily be one that is listed everywhere, but don't forget her. And if you're ever looking for somebody to read about, look up Matilda and the Anarchy of the 12th Century.
0: And again, Tilde. One of the greatest nicknames ever. I'd be okay with that one too. Exactly. I love love Tilde. You
1: have to wonder though, if it was a Matilda, would it be Queen Matilda the First or Ooh. would they make it Ooh. Queen Matilda the second, second, and then posthumously acknowledge her as queen in the beginning? You
0: know, I think if they're going to choose the name Matilda at all, they would make it the second. Because if you're going like to go with that, then you would believe that they were at least trying to argue for legitimacy of the earlier Matilda. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Exactly. Because Stephen, not really a name you would consider because, you know what, Stephen, we are judging you. We are That's history true. His, has judged history you we have judged, judged you.
1: Mhm. He's one of those few kings who never had a
0: successor with the same name. Yes, nobody wants to be Stephen the 2nd.
1: Similarly, similarly there's only one John.
0: Yes, which John being one of the most popular names throughout all of history, you would think that there would be multiple Johns, but no, because of John, brother of Richard the Lionheart, it's ruined for everyone.
1: I actually kind of like John the person. I'm one of the few people who do, Mm -hmm. but I can understand why there would not be another John unless you were trying to make some sort of statement about upholding the Magna Carta.
0: Yes. Although I can, again, I can see that. See, I like the idea that all these names are statements. I mean, yes, you can just name them after someone, but I like the idea of having a name that really says something. And if you choose a name that is not rechosen, is not a popular one, that appeals to me here. That works with me. And the fact that John is not a popular name. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think most Americans are probably most familiar, if you think about it, with the story of Robin Hood. Think back to the Disney cartoon with PJ yes. sucking on his thumb. I mean, that's John. So that's why, for Kings, the name is not seen as a positive at all. And yet, again, one of our most popular names, if, if you're non, non-royalty. Absolutely. Um we also have of course Eustace mm-hmm. which is just fun to say but yes. again mm, not really somebody you want to name your son after yeah. if you're if you're hoping him to be king of England one day
1: he was supposed to be though after Stephen took the throne from Matilda his son in theory should have inherited it his son mm-hmm. was named Eustace so he's one of those sons who could have been king but died before his father and never made it so you could have been living in a world where there had been king eustace
0: heck there could have been king England. eustace the fourth by now who knows that's true
1: let's just before we move on let's just for a moment take a pause and just go through the most popular names for english kings because remember when when you're in the royal family and mm-hmm. you are the heir yourself and you're having a baby you're not just having a baby no you're having a potential monarch so you have to give a lot of thought to these things. And I would say, what's the most popular name? We have eight
0: Edwards. Edward. Edward is eight extremely Henrys. popular. Yes. Henry, Charles. But you know what? Here's the thing. And I was just thinking this. Henry, because of Henry VIII, I think, I think people aren't going to go with that name because it's kind of, how do you top Henry VIII? And do you well, want to no top Henry, Henry, after VIII? Henry VIII? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. So I can't yeah. see a modern um, British monarch choosing yeah. Henry. The popularity.
1: Um, see, I think the longest length of popularity for a name mm-hmm. is Edward. Because I mean, Edward the
0: Confessor all the way until Edward VIII. Ed-
1: yes, Edward the Eighth is the one who um, abdicated for yes. Wallace Simpson. So you're going from you're going from pre 1066.
0: All the way to the 1920s and 30s, yeah. So that's, I think, the most enduring name. Henry was
1: very popular. I mean, the first... Oh, totally popular. The first Henry but I, was the 11th, 12th century time. I and think then you go Henry
0: VIII ruined
1: it for them. He did. He, he became so synonymous with that name.
0: In the same way, and Christine and I are going to out ourselves as Ricardians, but in the same way mm-hmm. that Richard III ruined Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Absolutely. Richard I, Lionheart, obviously popular, everybody wants to be like him, yay. Richard right. II, kind of a whiny brat. Nobody really wants to be like him, but didn't actually ruin the name because, dude, Richard.
1: And to be fair, how many people in the modern world even hear about him?
0: I know, I know, and yet... And he's kind of forgotten, which he shouldn't be, but he is. Yes, and so then, but then Richard III comes along, you know, and all of a sudden people are like, no, never. And yet Richard III's brother was Edward. Yes, he was. Henry VIII names his son Edward. I mean, so there, again, yes. we have the name Edward just popping up everywhere.
1: Yeah, that, that's not a name that ever really got sullied. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you know what, George, another popular name wasn't Queen Elizabeth's father, George. So
1: he was the last one, yes.
0: Yeah, so that could that well, could come back in.
1: Yeah, George doesn't come up though until later. So you kind of no. have like George takes over where Henry kind of leaves off. Yes,
0: yeah. Once that starts falling by the wayside, Charles. I mean, after the two Charleses, there's only, there's that's only a two Charleses,
1: so that's not a lot.
0: But that's there's only that's because it's the uh, the Revolution and the uh, Civil War and. Yeah.
1: So let's just go and say the most popular queen names have been Elizabeth, Elizabeth and
0: by Mary. far, yes, Elizabeth and Mary. and Mary, and just because there haven't been a lot of queens, that's why it's so much. There were
1: queens; they just weren't yes. ruling in their own right. So you would right. Have so their that, names
0: don't follow
1: as longer. Or... Right, the names that pop up in there, you have you have your Eleanors, your Adelaides, your your Catherine's, your Isabel's You know, you even have a mm-hmm. Berengaria in there, but because they were not the primary monarch. Right, not really we don't see it as
0: a royal name. Yeah, but so let let's recap right now. Okay,
1: top two names in frequency for kings: Edward, Edward and Henry. They both reach eights. Yes. Top two for women
0: so far: mm-hmm.
1: Mary, and women Elizabeth. Women ruling in their
0: own right: Mary yes, and Elizabeth. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Despite the effort of Queen Victoria, who would pretty much like an entire line of Victorias one through twenty-seven. If mm. that was up to her. But she tried, and there's still time.
0: Yes. It could happen. It could happen. Really? Because we're not that far
1: after her in terms of female rulers. Mm. The only female ruler after her has been Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II. Queen right. So there's still Although time.
0: thanks to the change in the law.
1: Yes. Tell us about the
0: change in the law. Oh, well, the change in the law is just that before it was, you know, the son would inherit, or if there was a male heir... But now either gender can inherit. Yeah. Because before it would have been the oldest boy would inherit the crown. But now it is just the oldest child inherits the crown. Which, which um, really
1: takes a weight off Was just done, of, yeah. If mm-hmm. you think about it, though, that that must have taken a weight off of the Duchess of Cambridge's back. Oh, definitely. Because, because it's she, the whole
0: heir and the spare.
1: Right. She could have spent her entire pregnancy going if I have a boy the first time I'm okay if I have a girl the first time everybody's going to be disappointed and waiting for me but knowing that they're going to to amend the law that had to be somewhat relaxing to just know that whatever this child is going to be for the duration of her pregnancy
0: to look at herself and
1: say it's we're good we're we're good and it doesn't matter
0: thank goodness they changed it because it was about time it was good all right so let's so we've kind of recapped the popular names we've kind of discussed names you're probably not going to choose Right. So let's just go over surnames, the last name. Ooh, surnames. Always, always tricky with these royals. Yeah. The best
1: thing about royals is that, you know, they don't need them. I mean, if somebody says to you... Prince Charles, do you mm-hmm. ever really say Prince Charles who?
0: Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry, is that Prince Charles, Mountbatten, Windsor, or is that the other one?
1: These aren't questions that people ask. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning of the English, now British, royalty, they didn't even have surnames.
0: Surnames? No, nobody had surnames.
1: Actually, yeah, no, there was no such thing as a surname. Your name was John. That was it.
0: You might have a patronomic, you might be, you know, John's son, but yeah, you're not going to have an actual last name because that would have changed every generation.
1: Now, some could argue, even though this is, it was not technically his last name, Mm -hmm. that Henry II chose his own name to affix to his first name because he liked to refer to himself as Henry Fitz-Empress. Fitz meaning son Son of, of, son of the empress, so he was the son of the empress Matilda. And because he was recognizing her struggle when he became king, or even before that, you would see him use Fitz empress, but that did not mean that it was his last name. His children did not become Richard and John Fitzempress. Fitz no, that, that was just a personal name, but it was mm-hmm. tacked on to his first name. Yeah. In fact, for a very long period of time, most royals and members of the nobility were really—they were just referred to, if you need a, a surname, as being from somewhere. Yeah. So, say you were given a title that said you were the Duke of. I don't know. Gloucester. Gloucester. Gloucester, that's a good one. I was like like Richard
0: Duke of Gloucester is where I'm going with
1: it. Richard Duke of Gloucester. You would be referred to as
0: Gloucester. Gloucester. The
1: same way that if your name is John Smith now, your friends might call you Smith. But again, not actually your surname.
0: And surnames don't really become, they don't even come into, even for just regular people, until about the 12th century. And even then, they're just your occupation. So you know what? Your last name's Miller. It's because you were a Miller. Anything like that occasionally would also be, you know, where did you live? Is your last name Underhill? Your family lived under a hill. But those only come in by the 12th century, and even then, again, the royals kind of were slower to embrace it because you don't need it. So a lot of times
1: when we talk now and we'll say something like Henry Tudor, the names that we give to the dynasty is, that's considered the name of their house, not their legal surname and not necessarily something that you would see on a legal document in the way that we would think of it now.
0: Although, if we're going to go with Tudor, because it's descended from Owen Tudor. Yes. And so that was in the Chronicles. Um, for example, if you've listened to my Lambert, Simnel, Perkin, Warbeck, I quote where they talk about Owen Tudor of low birth. Yes. So that was a name and that does become the house name. But that's the only reason why he would have had an actual last name. Right. He got, he rose up. Yes. And which is why he's Owen Tudor of low birth. And they mock Henry the VII for his father. So again, there aren't last names, but nobles don't really need them it's kind of like share we but, all know who however, Cher is. however that did change yes in the early 20th century we finally get an official royal surname just in time though for the outbreak of world war one because we married through germany and so we get the sex Coburg Gotha through the famous
1: couple of victoria and, and albert. albert
0: oh victoria you tried so hard and yet we pretty much knock out all of your names Because World War I breaks out, anti-German sentiment is high, and George V decides that, you know what, we're just going to call ourselves the Windsors. And that is, of course, what we know them as to this day. So if
1: there had not been anti-German sentiment in World War I, you could still be using the Germanic last name. Because when Victoria married Albert, Mm -hmm. his dukedom provided the surname of the royal family, which Mm -hmm. despite them being British, meant that the British royal family now has a Germanic last name. Oops, that could be a problem. What can we call ourselves that makes us sound inherently British? Oh, look, there's a giant castle. So, no, Windsor Castle is not named for the royal family. The royal (laughs) family is named for Windsor Castle. But things get further complicated, do they not? It's never simple. No, it's not. Because, again, the wife takes the husband's name, right? So... What happens now? We have Elizabeth Windsor, the second, right? Yes, yeah, she's going to be Elizabeth the mm-hmm. second, and she gets married to Philip,
0: Philip Mountbatten.
1: Yes, I kind of love that name. I know it's it's kind of awesome. Well, Mountbatten's interesting actually because Philip, we think of him now as British because he's married to the Queen and he's lived there for so long. But he's actually Prince Philip of Greece. And it wasn't until 1947, when he became naturalized as a British citizen, that he took the name of Mountbatten.
0: Right. So it's another thing where um, Windsor is not actually like a long standing traditional name. Neither is Mountbatten. And yet, because of the fact that he took it and then he married Queen Elizabeth, she became Elizabeth Mountbatten-Windsor.
1: Which the one thing to notice there is that the Queen's name actually goes last because she takes precedence over him. See, now I'm feeling name. that I
0: should have switched around how I hyphenated my name. Oh, so how your could've... name be Yeah, because be I, I go Elizabeth it, Cohane Burbridge and I should have right. maybe done Burbridge, Burbridge Cohane so I could have taken precedent.
1: Right. But that's, if you're looking at anybody in the royal family now their, their surname if you're filling out a legal paper would be Mountbatten Windsor.
0: Yes. Well, I hope that everyone out there um, has enjoyed our walk down memory lane, if you will, of uh, royal baby names. We want to again extend our
1: congratulations to the newly developing family mm-hmm. of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge.
0: Again, hoping everyone is doing well and we're very excited for them and and we look forward to seeing the new little Mountbatten Windsor baby. And good wishes for them and the baby. This has been Footnoting History. If you like the podcast, be sure to visit our website, footnotinghistory.com, where you can find further information about upcoming podcasts. You can also like us on our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at History Footnote. And as always, remember, the best stories are always in the footnotes. See you next time.